You are listening to the Texas Standard. It's almost 6 p.m. on Monday evening in Sonora, and people are gathering at the high school football stadium. The scene looks pretty normal for a weeknight at Bronco Stadium. Parents in the stands, lots of people dressed in red, the school's color, and little kids running underneath the bleachers. But they're not here for a football game. They're here to regroup after a flood, the likes of which they'd never seen before. At the Red Cross is here. They will start casework on Wednesday. Early Friday afternoon, water started to spill over the draws that run through the town. These are branches of the Devil's River that are normally dry, but the area had received lots of rain this month. The ground was saturated. Around 2 o'clock, water started to fill the streets of a neighborhood near the center of town. Art Fuentes is Sonora's police chief. It was just uh, so rapidly upon us that it was just, just unbelievable. Fuentes recently bought a house in the neighborhood where most of the flooding occurred. The water rose fast, and when he realized what was happening, he went home to get his dogs, Rosie and Bandit. Then he started going door to door to help his neighbors as the area filled up with water. He and the other five officers on Sonora's police force pulled dozens of people from their homes and out of harm's way, with some help from private citizens, too. There was a family and had, uh, had an infant in there, and the water was already in their house. And there was a guy who showed up on a jet ski, and uh, the officer told him, you know, don't, don't risk it. And that guy goes, I'm going to go over there and get that baby out. And the officer said, well, I'm not seeing you by yourself. So he basically took his gun belt off, whatever, jumped on the back of that jet ski and was able to go up to the house and grab that baby to get that baby out of the house. And we, you know, there's countless stories like that. The flood caused no fatalities, but there was plenty of property damage, including at Fuentes's home. His house had over two feet of water in it, and he and his wife lost most of their belongings. City officials estimate that the flood affected a little over 200 of Sonora's homes, almost 15 percent of the town. Many of those affected are low income, and few had flood insurance. After all, no one remembers this area ever flooding before. Dora Mata lives in a pink split-level house with her 88-year-old mother, Adelina. Adelina's husband built the house in the 60s. Together they raised eight children here, including Dora. Inside, box vans run at full blast to dry out photographs and other mementos. Uh, we lost all our furniture that was here, all our furniture. And so, you know, we didn't think it was going to come that, this high because it's never come that high. Officials are telling people that anything the water touched that can't be completely sanitized needs to be thrown away. The water that flowed through people's homes had raw sewage in it, as well as chemicals that had been sprayed onto surrounding farms and ranches. Some houses that were inundated with water will need to be completely gutted. Some will even be demolished, with the owners unlikely to return. Others will need less drastic repairs. Much of the flooring, drywall, and insulation has already been ripped out in Mata's house. But she plans to stay. This house, like I said, belongs to my dad, and this is a lot of memories for us. And we try, we're going to try to fix it as much as we can and, you know, livable for us. There's a steady stream of trailers leading out of Mata's neighborhood loaded with insulation, carpet, appliances, and anything else the water ruined. They go to a field next to the Sutton County 4-H and Civic Center, which has been converted into a makeshift dump for flood debris. The piles are enormous. Some of them tower over the tractors volunteers are using to add to them. For many, it's a difficult sight. But inside the center, it's a different story. The center's been converted into a resource center for flood victims, thanks in large part to Tammy Fisher, 
She's a natural fit for this kind of thing. I'm a good coordinator, and I'm bossy, and I know everybody in town. Fisher's a fifth-generation Sonoran who practices law here and works on her family's ranch. She set up shop at the Civic Center on Saturday morning and has spent almost every hour there since. Volunteers there connect victims with resources, cook meals for hundreds, and help distribute donations. We have third, fourth, fifth generation people that are living in their grandparents' houses, that their houses were destroyed. They've lost all their memories. They've lost everything. Um, and this town is just coming around them like, like nothing I've ever seen before. According to Fisher, what those folks really need now are hands to help rebuild and cash. It's unclear whether the town will qualify for federal assistance, but Governor Abbott signed a disaster declaration for Sonora on Monday, which will give the area access to state resources. The San Angelo Area Foundation has set up a fund to finance repairs. That will help, but it will take a long time before things get back to normal. In Sonora, I'm Michael Marks for the Texas Standard.